Jody lived on the third floor of the infantry barracks, which were set up like a typical motel with open walkways along the outside of the building and rooms on the inside. Trying to get some rest after a long, hard day, Jody was watching a movie and dozing intermittently. It was the weekend, but he was home because he was too broke to go out. Half asleep, there was a knock on the door, so he stumbled across the dark room, expecting to see his roommate at the door, especially since he was notorious for forgetting his keys and arriving home quite drunk. When Jody swung the door open, instead of seeing his roommate, he looked down and saw a pair of children. He immediately thought it was odd for two little kids to be standing outside his door on the third floor walkway in the middle of the night. Jody said as Marines, they had been taught to always listen to that little voice in your head that warns you it can save your life. That little voice he had learned to trust was, as he put it, screaming at him to close the door. His first instinct was terror, a most unusual reaction to a couple of kids. As he stood there for a moment trying to make sense of the emotions, he would... <laughs> I just had a memory pop in my head as he stood there for a moment trying as he stood there for a moment trying to make sense of the emotions he was experiencing he noticed something most disconcerting about the children their eyes were completely black no color no white just darkness jody ignored the voice in his head and asked the children what they were what they were doing out at that time of night it's really cold out here actually yeah be a little more monotone it's really cold out here we want to come inside and read a strange request, he thought, and their manner of speaking wasn't quite normal either. The voice in his head kept shouting a warning. His mind struggled with their request and wondered where their parents were and why they wanted to come in to read of all things. He leaned a bit forward to look out into the walkway, yet didn't see anyone else. He then looked once more at the kids, hoping the black eyes would prove to be a trick of the light. They had taken a step toward him and it made him very uncomfortable. He then made eye contact with one of them and suddenly felt a pulling sensation as if those dark, dark eyes were drawing him in. He couldn't take his eyes off the children. Jody said it was like their black eyes were drawing him in, almost hypnotizing him like the old wives' tale about snakes mesmerizing their prey so it won't escape. A wave of utter terror swept over him as, as if a predator was eyeing him and he needed to run for cover immediately. Instinctively, Jody slammed the door shut and locked it. He stood there in the darkened apartment, almost paralyzed with fear as the children once again began to knock on the door. From there, the window began to rattle and Jody stepped back further into the shadows, struggling to regain his composure. After approximately five minutes of knocking and rattling, that seemed to last for an eternity, there was silence. The next day, Jody checked around and no one in the area saw any children that night. And that is Freaky Deaky. You are now entering the realm of the Freaky Deaky, an unsuspecting stop at the crossroads of fantasy and reality, where the frayed edges of make-believe seep into this cookie-cutter, white picket world you've been led to believe is far from extraordinary. What you're about to hear are true stories. <clears throat> Alleged true stories. Christian, just... <sighs> okay. Tales of the strange and inexplicable thought only to exist in film and folklore. Although difficult to accept, we do not know everything about this reality, about time or space, what lies beneath the ocean's depths. And try though we might, the unchanging truth remains. There are some things we legitimately cannot explain logically.
It is. Yeah, we're back. We're back with Black Eyed Kids. Picture cannons going off and the horns. You know what I mean? You, you don't understand the subject of black eyed children then. Apparently not. It's yeah. not about celebrating. Celebrate. Oh. <laughs> wow, man. Yeah. That's an old song. That is an old song. You're right. I used that, to have the record. The 45. I bet you did. Yeah, that's an old reference. Yeah. An old reference to an old song from an old man. <laughs> it all checks out, man. Mm-hmm. It all checks out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that story. Okay. Well, scary. Well, most of the stories we touch on are scary. Indeed. Yeah. That one, that one's really creepy. Because the kids, it's always kids, man. Kids yeah. are the creepiest. That is true. Plain and simple. Welcome back to the Freaky Deaky. Here we are. Episode seven, season three. We're in the thick of it. And we are once again talking black eyed kids. This time, if you're unfamiliar with the topic, we're not going to dive into the lore behind any of this. This episode is simply black eyed kids stories and an attempt to once again, just revisit the topic and see if you've changed your mind on it. The last time we touched on this was season one, episode 10. So right when we were pretty fresh. Yes. Pretty fresh. So if you're unfamiliar with the topic, go listen to that episode where we cover a bit more of the history of Black Eyed Kids and whatnot and the reports that have been talked about over the years. I think uh, I think we were at by episode 10, we were done with the kitchen table, though weren't we? I think that was that was one of the last episodes of the kitchen table. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> it progressed quite a bit. Yeah. But where did we go to from was it this garage immediately after that? Yep. Oh wow. Damn. It's been a while. It's been a while. Stop it. Yeah. It's... So so yeah, uh that first story was if you remember our Halloween episode, however far back that was now, two weeks, I imagine. We touched on a couple stories from Zachary Knowles. And this was another one, but this book was called True Ghost Stories, Real Black Eyed Kids. So Real Black Eyed Kids. Yeah. And there was a couple a couple of the stories in this book I had to be careful on because I think he was referencing stories that we've already touched on. Mm. And so I was reading it. I was like, this sounds really familiar, but it was written by someone else. It was yeah. the same experience as written by someone else. I was like, okay, so we've touched on this story before. But luckily, I don't think I grabbed any that we've actually done in the previous episode. And if if we have, too, it's been like almost three years now since since that dropped. So, you know, a little grace goes a long way. Yeah. Before you, before you go on, I just want to point out that they're demons. Okay, cool. If there are such a thing, they would yeah. be they'd have to be demons because they act so weird. And that's interesting you mentioned that because I think there's there's a really short story in here too that kind of points to that. Well, at least this person is like speculating that that's the case. And it's kind of fun to a fun topic to bounce off, sure. What if they're angels? Oh yeah, that perfect w- sense. And the Christian. only reason I say that is I was just watching something about possession. And in the old lore, the angels could also possess people. Yeah. And I'm like, that's interesting. And it kind of makes sense if a demon could do it, another type of being could do it. So yeah. I don't know. Just- Castiel, are you out there listening? No? <laughs> um, and actually, before we... The end. No. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for tuning in, everyone. No. Just everyone missed that extended period of silence while I was trying to collect myself. So yeah, the one thing I will say is it's harder for me to believe stories if they're written in like the third person. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's just because at that point, it sounds more like a story. It sounds more like, you know, uh, an author came together and was like, oh, yes, this Jody character was. But seeing as how there was other reports in this book that I'm very much familiar with that were written in that same style, I'm like, ah, it's probably just the author doing his thing, you know, like hearing a story and then being like, I'm going to retell this story. I'm going to make it a nice journey for the, for the reader. But it is always a little harder for me to grasp those. I'm like, eh, it kind of sounds like not, just, not fake, but... Have you not, like, paid attention to some of the things you believe in? It's much worse than that story. Oh, for oh for sure, yeah. That's... What I'm saying is, in general, Black Eyed Kids, like, I 
technically do believe that people witness this, but it's one of the it's one of the harder things for me to grasp that there's just random kids out there that are. But you know what? No, I take it back. I believe. I'm back. I don't know if they're kids, <laughs> yeah. man. I, I didn't. I didn't stray off for too long. I was like, I don't know if I really believe. And then I was like, you know what? There's a lot of explanations that could fit that. Sure, why not? We're back. Yeah, we're back. We almost lost the show, guys, but I'm. We're all back on track. I was never off track. The paranormal train is chugging along. You were struggling there for a minute. I was. Yeah, just a little bit. I was talking about demons, which is what you love to do. Actually, yeah. there must be something wrong this morning if I'm talking about. I demons know, and you're just sitting and I'm there just like, I don't know if this is real. No. Yeah. Well, that shows it is pretty early in the morning. It is before six a.m. So it's been a while since we recorded this. It's been a while. It, uh, this style of you know this early. Yeah, I haven't woke up woken up this I know early the coffee in a while. is still i feel like still like kind of like coursing slowly down my my system i just reach my toes in no time i took a drink a second ago and had to stifle my scream because it burned all the way down it was yeah, too hot was like, and you were you were in the middle of, of talking and i was like yeah, i was in pain it'd be weird if you're just like, <laughs> like, I'd be like wow he's really getting into this story way to go christian so anyway again if you want to hear more of the lore Episode 10, season one. Go check it out. It's a fun episode. I remember it very well. But this next one, we're just going to dive into the next story here. And it is from a long-running paranormal blog and podcast by Lon Strickler. Can I, I, sorry, can I first say that I feel like a believer this morning. I don't know if it's the earliness or, or what, but I'm like, I'm, I think I'm going to believe black eyed children at the well, end. Yeah. I feel like this is like a setup for disappointment. So it might be, but, yeah. but I actually feel like that first story, I was like, I saw those black eyed kids. Like, I can feel it. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, shut the door. Did you by any chance listen to imagine dragons when you're on your way over here? Why would I do that? I was listening to something completely opposite. I was listening to Tool. Tool's, right. Tool's my go-to before an episode. Wakes me up. Apparently not. You just said you're not awake. So does it work or doesn't it? We'll find out. Stay tuned to the Freaky Deaky. Yeah, so this next story comes from uh, a long-running paranormal blog and podcast by Lon Strickler from Phantoms and Monsters. And if you haven't checked it out, this blog's been on since like, 2005 and Got some good stuff actually i've yeah. been on there and i'm not sure if the podcast has been running for that same distance but if it has it's like older than joe rogan all right <laughs> you, know, you know what i mean so, that's funny every like people measure podcasting by joe yeah. rogan yeah how long how many joe rogans is that yeah it's one fifteenth. then you're just still getting started all right but no yeah tons of great stories and research there so uh, if you're unfamiliar with lon's work phantoms and monsters.com all kinds of stories written in this one is from uh, north wales actually so, Ooh, way so I have there. to you know get an accent. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hurt everyone's ears with that. Where I live in North Wales, there is an expansive woods right opposite my house. One day, me and my friends went to walk my dog down there as there is a path. At the very bottom of this forest, there is a giant abandoned care home without windows, no roof, an overgrown garden, no owner. That nope. can't that's not a good sign. Nobody living in there apart from birds, cats, etc. We decided to walk my dog, Trixie, just down to the entrance of the care home as my dog was afraid of it. She wouldn't walk any further than to the driveway before she started to yelp and cry. Me and my friends were also scared as we were 15 years old. When we got to the bottom of the woods, there was a little boy with a scruffy dog. It was a German Shepherd to be precise. At first, me and my friends took no notice of it as when we had our first glance, we thought it was a woman as he had his back turned towards us and he had long hair. He was also knelt down so it was hard to see his real size. 
But then my dog started to bark, and then his dog started to bark. The little boy stood up without turning to control his dog and put him on a leash. He dropped a shovel to the ground and slowly turned around to look at us. He was mumbling something, but we couldn't hear him as he was approximately 60 to 70 meters away from us. Uh, we just stood there. We didn't know what to do. My dog was practically choking herself on the leash trying to get away. Then he looked at us. His face was pale. He had no mouth, no nose. He just had a blurry face with a pair of the deepest, darkest eyes I've ever seen. He had no pupils. Well, from what we could see, as his whole eyes were pitch black, as dark as coal. It wasn't just my eyes playing tricks on me as we had a good long stare, me, my friends, and him for about 30 seconds. We all ran screaming. My dog was barking crazily. To this day, she won't even step a foot in there. Not even with my dad. Creepy things go on in those woods all the time. Thank goodness I'm moving shortly. It's fascinating to me. Like my skeptical part of my mind tries to come up with all these different, what could it be? Could it be mental? Mm. And it could be. The straight mental. But still, that's, why would, why would our brain make up a child without eyes or a mouth? I mean, it's, it's like, it's almost worse to think of. I'd rather it just be something supernatural because it's very confusing. You know, like, at least I don't have to make sense of this. Yeah. 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 And it is, it's almost like Silent Hill sounding with just the description alone, like the pale, just dark charcoal eyes, no mouth, no nose. And it's, it's funny too, how creepy that, that is. Like, yeah. Cause it's just not natural. Like right. you look at it and you're like, okay, what is this Voldemort? Yeah. It's, it's yeah. like the extreme version of the uncanny valley. Yeah, we're just like, this is very uncanny, yeah. and I don't like it. I'm not here for it. But the dog thing, that is always a fun, when there's dogs involved and, like, animals react to stuff, because that's one of the main things for me, like, my personal experiences, where a lot of them I would be able to just be like, oh, I was probably just tired, or nothing was going on, or I was imagining it, or hallucinating. But the fact that my cat was with me 90% of the times, whether it was my, you know, old family cat when I lived back home with my parents, yeah. or the cat that I had in Vegas, like... Most of the time, that cat was in my bed when I was witnessing stuff. Nine times out of ten, the cat would react to the same thing I was seeing. Like, it would be looking, hair kind of standing up a little bit. Like, what the hell's going on here, man? Yeah. But, so, yeah, anytime pets are involved, I'm like, they just sense something a little different about. For me, if I'm walking a dog and it's like, yo, I'm not going over there, then I'm like, something bad is over there. Yeah, and dogs are very in tune to us. Mm. Cats, I think, are a little bit different. I just still think they're in tune to their owners. Yeah. But I don't think it's, like, the same they just think of, they're roommates. Yeah. Like, oh, those are my roommates. It's fine. Yeah. A dog will read off your emotions. So it may, there may not be nothing there, but your anxiety and your dog will feed off of it. But yeah, if there's a child without eyes and your dog's barking, why take a chance? Yeah, yeah precisely. You know, why take a chance? I mean, he might, might not see you when he starts chasing you, but also he could have the devil's eyes and Maybe we're not allowed to view those. And be carrying a shovel. What was he doing with the shovel, dude? You got to bury your victims. But he was just on his knees with a shovel. And nobody shovels on their knees unless they're gardening. That's the real question here. Was the creepy ghoul man gardening? And does he have a YouTube channel? Because I like to watch gardening YouTube channels. Yeah. More on this at 11. No. <laughs> <laughs> Are creepy ghoul men gardening in your yard? <laughs> no. More at 11. <laughs> I like that story. We don't get too many. I wish we actually got more write-ins from people uh, in different countries and stuff like that. Yeah, we've, we've got a couple. Actually, shout out to Arlene, and I believe she's in Scotland. But she wrote in after uh, a few episodes back talking about V, because I did tell people. I was like, hey, if anyone's listened to or watched this crazy show, 
please write into East Christian's worries of being alone. And it worked. Shout out to Arlene. You know, she's written in from, from Scotland. If you're listening to this show from somewhere outside of the States, tell us some of your stories. You know, let's hear some of the lore that goes on in your neck of the woods, because I'm always fascinated by that stuff. I think this is probably the first story I've read from Wales. Really? I've been re- researching a lot throughout that yeah. area, just because of different topics we look into and stuff. So it's fairies. I, I love that area and, and the lore and the history and all that stuff. And, yeah. And I, I do have a couple of topics that I'll, that we'll look into that come from Scotland. Well, there you go. So, and yeah. if she wants, if she wants us to tackle a certain topic from her region, she should send it in and we'll, we'll do, we'll do the Alaskan American formerly from the desert take on it. Yeah. And that's a very hot take. If you're wondering, <laughs> if you was wondering what the best take is, it's Alaskan Americans formerly from the desert. Yes. We have the absolute best takes on everything because we're very cultured. <laughs> yes. As cultured that's, as you can be in those yeah, areas. Super cultured. Yeah. So what do you think about that story? Pretty yeah. crazy, right? I mean, the fact that like, number one, these kids were 15, right? Going with a dog, the dog reacts to it. Multiple kids all see the same thing and run away in terror. Like whenever there's more than one person witnessing something, I just I get giddy because I'm like, okay, so it's most likely unless it's, you know, folia do or folia trois. Was there three kids? Yeah, there you go. Okay. Unless it's that, I can't imagine that they were just all hallucinating. Yeah. Well, they some, they been. saw something. Oh, well, well, you think they were all like, oh, let's walk the dog on acid. That sounds like a great time. Come here, Trixie. The dog's like, oh, God, no. For the first part of the story, when you mentioned the dog's name, I'm like, How, who names their dog Trixie anymore? But then when they said they were younger, I was like, yeah. okay, maybe it was a while, while ago. Yeah, you got Christian's seal of approval now. You did it. I, I would just be disappointed if somebody in the modern age named their dog Trixie. I mean, there's so many names out there now. Yeah. That's more of a name for your goldfish. Yeah. Like, what's your goldfish's name? Uh, it's a fish. I didn't name it. Okay. No. That's, that's. A fish more, has no name. Okay. <laughs> Is that... That's more of a name for your grandmother's sister. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you guys going? Oh, to Aunt Trixie's. She's making snickerdoodles. Classic. Oh. Now, she would have butterscotch candy in her pocket for sure, though. Yep. Which I didn't like as a kid, but I love now. Yeah, Christian, that's butterscotch candy. That's the way it works. Isn't that weird? When yeah. you think about like the like when you were little, the candy grandparent age people gave you, you're like, ugh. Yeah, and now you're like, hey, hand me some of those uh, Werther's originals. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the stuff right there. Uh, yeah, so this next one, it's a little shorter one. This one is fun that I think you'll have a different take on. And this is from Reddit. It's by PM me, your babysitter. So I'm not sure if that's a pervert or a desperate mother. <laughs> you know, I can't really tell. PM me your babysitter and find out. Yeah, that's yeah. I don't want to go there. There's only two options for it. One is, you know, kind of sad and wholesome. You're like, oh, she just wants a babysitter. The other is you're like, OK, dude, we get it. Yeah, that's I'm not here to kink shame anyone. But at the same time, we're not your shaming. Life. We're get just make, we're making statements. That's it. That's all this podcast is making statements. That's our actually our other podcast where we just talk about bullshit. Welcome back to making statements. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Someone's t- going to steal that one. I know. Yeah. I'm, I should just search for all the podcast names we've come up with over the years and see just how many of them are active. All right. So PM me your babysitter. Not me, but ooh, the user. Ooh, yeah. I've told this story before and it never crossed my mind that it could be a black eyed kid until another Redditor commented on it. I was camping in the Florida Everglades during a music festival. 
So keep track of these these points, and you tell me what you think. <laughs> I'm already okay. going there. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> Uh, so Florida Everglades, ding, music festival, ding. Uh, I lost my voice a few days before we arrived, so I wore a whistle around my neck to make communicating a little easier. One friend communicating for that person, not their friends, for sure. The okay guy with the whistle. One friend had eaten a Xanax bar and was laid out in my tent. Me and my other friend were tidying up around the outside of the tent. The tent was large with two entrances, but not very tall, so it was very easy to see over. All of a sudden, I noticed two younger girls approaching us, probably around 16 years of age. They are all giggly and running around our tent area. At this point, I'm like, WTF? And I look to my other friend that's standing outside with me for answers. Maybe she knew these girls. Then I noticed how fast they were moving. Within a blink of an eye, one of the girls was at the opposite end of my tent, scratching at the tent door, asking to be let in. Head to toe, dressed in Native American attire, hair beaded and braided and their eyes had no white. I have no voice and am starting to really freak out. The girls are glitching with static, moving from 50 feet away to three feet away in under a second, and back to scratching on the door like a broken record asking to be let in. I start blowing the fuck out of my whistle, and they vanish. The whole encounter lasted no more than a few minutes, but my goodness, in that moment, it felt like time crinkled and stopped. Number one, great news about this story is we figure out how to vanquish the black eyed kids, and it's with a, a whistle. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't say what. I, know, I was going to. I was like, it's with a. Everybody okay. knows what what kind of whistle. What kind of whistle it probably was? Yeah, yeah. it's fine. It's fine. Did, wait, I want to ask you. Yeah. Did you say Xanax bar? Yeah, a Zanny for the youth out there. Okay. Is it? It's just bars, right? It's just a bar. I don't know, man. I know what Xanax is. Zannies. No. I've, <laughs> Children I've heard listening, it. please. I'm I, just trying to be hip. It's not. I've heard it in rap music. Yeah, that's yeah. Most rappers, right before they die, are rapping about Xannies. So that yeah, is true. Take that to heart, hipster youth rappers of the world. Yeah. So we know that there were. This one is actually not real black-eyed children. We don't, because the one specific was that their friend had taken a Zanny. I'm just going to say Xanax so I don't sound like I'm 12. Uh, and was laying yeah. like on the, the floor of the tent. The other person and and this person were just tidying up the tent. Wait, wait, wait. Which I don't know if you do that when you're on Xannies. Well, maybe you no, do. No, I don't. Here's the thing, though. Hmm. You said we're Florida. Yes. Music festival. Music festival. One person, it just because their friend was, yeah. do, was taking Xanax. Are you trying to tell me? That one person took Xanax at this? No, everyone yeah. there was popping them. Yeah, or like something else. I mean, yeah, you know, there's plenty of good, yeah. good music. I would hope drugs. <laughs> yeah, I would hope that the user or the user of this story would put. My friend had taken a Xanax bar and was passed out on the floor, while me and my friends were riding high on ecstasy, or. Yeah. We're, I'm not going to just start naming drugs. I know there's kids that listen. Don't Number one, kids, if I could take a moment away from this episode, don't even think about drugs, all right? I'm 32, never done drugs in my life, and I'm the coolest guy you'll ever meet. All right? Christian, he's, he's something up there. And he's taken every drug. And just look at him. <laughs> I have not taken ex every drug because I'm still a little confused by a Xanax bar. Is that like a wow. Xanax mixed in with a granola bar? Or is yeah, that just what they what call it a is. pill? No, it's it's a granola bar. Yeah, Xanax has taken the prescription world by storm and have started offering 
nutritional supplements I mean, that are edible. But they know? have pot cookies. So okay. that's why I'm thinking. Oh, why I'm, I'm so like, you're thinking like, oh, we're just in the kitchen making pot cookies and Xanax bars. Well, this is also a Reddit story. And I don't know if you've ever done a deep dive on Reddit. They have I don't go thing. in those subs, man. Yeah, they always have subs on how to make edibles of some type. So I wow. just figured somebody invented a way to put do you Xanax remember in. how i started the last few sentences i was like hey don't do drugs kids horrible idea don't make these mistakes and then you're like hey you can find everything on reddit go search reddit hey man are you trying to make everything it's on reddit you know for a fact that it was the kids that taught us you could find everything on reddit anyway so they already know yeah reddit is pretty scary which tells me it's run mainly by hipster youths yeah so i'm not sure like the creepy part about that they, you're not just talking about like they do like the jump scare thing where it's like that person's 50 feet away. Oh God, they're three feet in front of me now. You know, imagining that in real life by someone that's dressed head to toe in like Native American garb and hair and which, black eyes. Which could also, the the dress could be at a music festival. I've seen friends sure. that have gone there and worn that kind of stuff. You've had friends that have gone there and worn that type of stuff. Okay. Well, my Remember my, well, my job, I used to supervise a lot of music festivals, age people, a lot of age people. Music festival age, like so they're gotcha. in their twenties. You're just digging yourself a hole. Hey, grab the shovel from the last story because you're gonna need it. Right? Well, I could dig myself a deeper hole because I can I can tell you of an experience that could maybe a previous experience in my younger days that could explain this or wow show some correlation if you want to hear it. Cover your children's ears because it sounds like Christian's about to talk about drugs. Maybe. <laughs> okay. All right, so what is this story of yours, Christian? Let's let's hear it. So many moons ago, okay. I was 19, you know, in an experimental age. Yeah, and that is many moons ago, yeah. indeed. So some some my cousin's friends who were way into heavy metal, you know, like the real hard, not like death metal, but it was yeah. like eight, late 80s, hard, me, hard rock, hard metal. Hard metal rock, not, gotcha. Not, not like poison or... Like you know, hair metal? Yeah, not hair metal. This gotcha. was this was the stuff where the the real people sang, and uh, you know what I mean. Skip some of that. <laughs> Just, but either way. By all means. It was the point of the story, what music they listened yeah, to? Yeah, uh, it was, and I was rambling. Okay, let's continue. Sometimes, you know, you go down memory lane. Sometimes. Of which, this whole experience, I don't have too many memories, but they were pretty frightening, and I saw, yeah. saw things. And one of them was, there was a little bridge. We went up into the mountains, and it was like two feet long maybe a three feet wide really small that is a really small bridge yeah i couldn't I, my they had to force me over it because i was so afraid of the trolls underneath the bridge how many trolls do you think were fitting underneath this thing man a how lot. small were like these trolls a, a normal little family like you know that just a family of trolls yeah like that fit old within two foot by three foot space yeah wasn't it billy goats gruff or something that yeah. old story that's what i thought was there yeah well avid listeners of the show are familiar with your uh fear of bridge trolls for whatever reason so yeah. I imagine this is where it stems from. This no, it was there before. Then it just oh, it got heightened and it peaked at this moment. Right. So going back to the story, I could totally see these things blinking in and out, moving at fast speeds, mm. if they were imbibing on certain illegal substances that, for children out there, will fry your brain. There you go. Yeah. So definitely don't do it. <laughs> don't do drugs. Say nope uh, to dope and utter drugs. Wow. And now that you want to do them after hearing that, please let me be the voice of reason here. Don't. We are not advoca advocating this, even though yeah. the whole... Even though Christian sounds like he had such a blast with all the bridge trolls. No, that was that was the nice version. That was not an enjoyable night. Mm. It was one of the scariest nights of my life. 
Wow. Well, can't wait to hear more on that. Yeah. Um, my question is, why did they put a bridge there? I don't know. It's middle of the night. I don't even anyone, know. Anyone could step over that. Two I guess. foot by three foot. Anyone. It was cute. It was like maybe some somebody with extra time on their hands. I'm going to make this cute little bridge. Oh, there you go. Wow. You know, it, I don't know. it didn't turn out to be cute yeah. after all. Yeah. No. Classic. Yeah. Actually, when I, when I was looking into some stories, I found this one comment on uh, some, uh, probably an Ask Reddit thread or something like that, asking for people to that have experienced these to give their encounters. And one um, one of them was pretty brief, but I'll go over it real quick. It was from uh, a user that went by HeadWest127. Said, when we first moved into the house we're in now, we invited neighbors over to meet them. One of them, who lives two doors away, told a recent, at the time, story about an encounter at her house with black-eyed people. They knocked on her door at 10 p.m. asking for help with their car. There was no car. And asking and asked to use her phone. She said she'd call help for them, but they became insistent and wanted her to open the door. She refused and eventually called the police. There was an adult woman. There was an adult woman with two kids. All were black-eyed. I've asked her to repeat this story many times since we met, and she stands by what she saw and the conversation. Man, that's creepy. It is creepy, but also it's creepy that we are so terrified that we wouldn't open the door. Yeah. You know, it's kind of sad this, that we've gotten to that point. You know, back when you hear stories, we didn't block our doors in that neighborhood until so-and-so got murdered. Yeah. You know? I check pupils, for sure. That goes I, back to the previous story on why there were some there were some large pupils on the, on those true things. But large pupils to the point that there's zero white in the eyes. I don't know about all that. And given supernatural ability to you know teleport forty seven well, feet. Yeah, it's not typical for pupils to be dilated in children, maybe yeah. adults. And true, depending yeah. on the lighting, it could seem worse than normal. But yeah, these black eyed children stories, even to me, are like a little cre- little creepy because just a little, yeah. Like you kind of feel yourself almost, and for some reason, you can feel the situation a little bit better than maybe yeah. some other stories. Yeah. Um, one of the, I guess the, the thing that gets me about like, like there's a lot of stories that I don't really buy into, you know, mm-hmm. but this specific comment I wanted to read because it was like, this person just moved into a house and talked to a neighbor who told this story. And odds are that neighbor doesn't even know what black eyed kids are probably not like not aware of the, the situation or anything like that. And was just being like, yeah, one time this weird thing happened to me, but knowing that if you experience something nine times out of 10, there is someone else in the world that has seen that exact thing. It's just freaky. And so the idea of this phenomenon happening and just happening to someone that's just completely unaware that they even exist, living their normal day-to-day life, and then open the door at 10 p.m. to a woman and two kids with completely jet black eyes. Like, I don't know, man. What I mean, if- we talk about a lot of unexplainable things, but for me personally, this fits the bill. I just don't like, there's no explanation for this. And if, if you listen to a podcast or you listen to someone who's like, I know exactly what they are, they don't. Because no one's ever sat down with one man like, what are you? You know, you're not going to see Chris Hansen being like, what did you plan on doing here, Black Eyed Kids? You know? Who's Chris Hansen? No, I'm just joking. Just okay, joking. yeah, yeah. For the younger people to catch a predator. Uh, we're touching on some weird topics yeah. today, and we should probably just get back to the kids. But wait, that's the whole point of that show. Yeah, catch a predator. A, Stay yeah. away from the kids. Yeah, yeah, let's get away from the kids. Kids, go away. It's fine. And it's got off the rails again. What if 
we've all experienced black eyed children, but it's just like a memory block. So maybe that's why mm. it feels so familiar and, and why when you hear these stories and where people talk, talk about hearing these stories, it creeps them out so much because maybe we've seen them and it almost feels like these are certain beings or spirits or maybe yeah. even demons that just wander around and do things like this. And that's what demons do. Yeah. I mean, I had, I, I'm remembering back to when I was researching the first episode we did in season one. And I think if, if I'm getting the time right, I think when I was researching that, we were living in Eagle River, obviously. Mm -hmm. And like, there was a knock on the door when I was home alone. Ooh, I hate that. And, I, and it was like daylight. It, you know, Thankfully, I wasn't looking at like 10 p.m. or anything like that. But it was daylight. And I remember being terrified. I was like, <laughs> oh, my God, no way, dude. The second I started looking into this, I'm going to get knocks on the door. And I remember like I went up to the people on look through. And you don't know how like that walkway to the door was like, it was probably like, what, 15 feet, 20 yeah. feet or something like that. Um, they were standing at the end of that walkway walkway like right up the steps and just like standing there waiting i was like i can't see the eyes or anything like that i'm like oh god and i opened it up and i was like yeah and I th it was some random i was like, i'm pretty sure it's like a church or something down the street and they're just like hey do you want i'm like oh thank god you're not a demon but no i'm good thanks man there were a lot of church people in yeah. that neighborhood and it was I'm, like every other week there's mormons showing up the door like do you love jesus it was all the different religions in that neighborhood and some yeah. of them i'm pretty sure were demons well there you go yeah so we got yeah all the bases covered yeah creepy little short nonetheless this is um this is the one i was talking about that kind of this is another short i believe it was just a comment on a, a post on reddit but this was by comprehensive row 3402 this person is the one that i was kind of mentioning on earlier in the episode that i was like it's kind of like got that demon vibe to it not at first but near the end you're like oh yeah kind of they wrote, there was a guy in a grocery store in line behind me. He seemed fine and normal. He was shorter than me, quiet and athletic. I leaned across him a little, putting my groceries on the belt. Got no weird feeling, and I am quite sensitive. In the parking lot, I suddenly felt alarmed out of nowhere and looked over to see him walking past me with his face turned hard at me and his neck craned my direction while his body kept walking. His eyes looked black and looked like thick football grease underneath them. Hmm. big black shadows his face was snarled and menacing it looked like he was using muscles in his face that most humans don't have he looked inhuman in that moment and i saw it one more time over a decade later in a neighbor who was leering at a child the pure evil radiating out of both of their contorted faces i will never forget i have seen that neighbor plenty of times and he never looks like that so perhaps they are manifesting whatever they are sharing their body with I'm at a loss and would love to know. With the random shopper, I had been saying some pretty strong prayers for children on the way to the store. It doesn't seem coincidental. What? Yeah. Some people just pray for people, Christian, as when they're going about their day, you know? Really? I know it's a crazy, you know, thing for you to <laughs> what? Someone I thought, wants good for children. Goodness. I thought people were evil. Yeah. Most well, this person that's what I'm saying, man. There's like the weird thing, and what if this is we kind of touched on like possession, right? But what if it is like people that witness this and like this person's instance, just a random shopper at a store, random neighbor one time had it. What if it was like a physical representation of something that they're going through or like some intentions of their heart or something that people like someone is piercing the veil and seeing a side to this person that doesn't get shown very often. Like maybe in that moment, there is something evil they're thinking or they're doing and it just like takes them over. 
And so that person is seeing like almost like a spiritual aspect of it. Like, oh goodness, like what's going on with their face? Like what if, and this is obviously grasping at straws, but what if it was like, you know, this person was evil or what if that, that person that you saw at the shop at was, uh, or at the grocery store was like a serial killer or it was like a, a, you know, known criminal that was just up to no good. And you just saw a glimpse of them beyond their normal physical appearance. I, I, we've, uh, there's two things. First off, serial killers, demons could be probably two different things. Most of the time, mm. most of the times. Yeah. I could argue that. But. Yeah. But first the guy that was telling the story when he mentioned he would leaned across to put his stuff on the conveyor belt, mm. he was sensitive showed telling us that maybe he, well, also he prays a lot. Hmm. So maybe he does pick up on things like that. And if there are demons possessing people, chances are we've come across them and we've all oh, yeah. come across people that just, they felt wrong. Yeah. And we don't know why. Kind of like that, that Marine, that, that cold open story where it's like, as a Marine, you're taught, trust that little voice inside you because it'll save your life. Yeah. And there's, I don't know how many times you've done it personally, but me, I've had that voice screaming at me multiple times. And it's always been in a shitty situation that I didn't listen to. And I, I was like, oh, I'm sure everything's fine here. And it wasn't, you know, I overthink things before, so I don't have it that often, but yeah. I'm sure I have, I, I have been around people that just totally creep me out. And you know me, I generally like everybody. I don't yeah. care you know, their beliefs or whatever. I can get along with everybody. I, they don't bother me, but there every once in a while you come across some, somebody and you're just like, there's something up. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it is, but there's something going on. And even serial killers tell you when mm. they're doing their jailhouse inter interviews, if you have that gut feeling, you definitely should listen to it because yeah. their, their victims had that gut feeling and they tried to be polite and do the right thing. And, you and know, the right thing in that instance yeah. was wrong. You're right. It w or it was right. Wrong. They tried, no, no. they did the right thing maybe, but it didn't, that was, the end for them. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we've talked about how people can see different, can experience different things or, or like you can see things I can't, maybe it's the same with, maybe it wasn't like a possession type of thing. Yeah. But the way he, he described that person's face, I, I think we could understand that we've been, we've seen people like that before. Most of us. True. Just in random walking by somebody or something. Yeah. And we kind of touched on that. We made fun of that story on the Halloween bonus stories when it was like this person brushed up against you and you're like, that was the devil. But, right. But at the same time, I guess there's kind of a little bit of, you're like, yeah, I can kind of, when you get that vibe going. Yeah. Know? And I'm not but, somebody that believes in the devil, but, but there, here you are. There, there could be demons. There could be demons. The new band, courtesy. Open it up for the, yeah. they might be giants. <laughs> I know, yeah. They might be giants with opening act. There could be demons. Uh, this next one is from quantity number 972. I encountered a black-eyed girl on a late-night walk. That almost sounds like a... <laughs> What's that my, uh, my mind was going a million other places. When... No, my I went straight to... What's the guy that sings Brown-Eyed Girl? <laughs> I, I know what you're talking about, but I hate that song, too. I know. I can't remember his name, though. It's driving me insane. I was going to say it sounded like a, like one of his songs. <laughs> a black-eyed girl on a late-night walk. That's going to come to me at the end of the episode. I'm going to be like, oh, it was this guy. A couple of years ago, my cousin and I enjoyed late night walks in our neighborhood, mainly just up the street and back, not far. We would talk and discuss our difficult family. One evening, it was close to 1 a.m., a later time than our usual walks. At the end of our street is a tunnel under a railroad track. We heard what sounded like an argument. The only people who live on the other side is an abandoned house, then an older lady. We went over there. I went a little further than my cousin. 
I could hear little girl voices, two of them at least, that sounded at least preteen. They sounded as if they could be directly in front of me. They were whispering, but nothing I could hear well enough to understand. As I started walking in the tunnel a little, I still couldn't see anyone, but I felt uneasy and backed away and left it at that. Maybe 20 minutes later, we were walking up our street, which is a small incline that leads to a flat strip of road. Near the top of the hill is a church that has a rooftop area with picnic tables. No one was there on our way up the street, which doesn't take too long to walk to the end of our road and back down a small hill towards our houses. As we are walking down the hill and the picnic tables come into view right off the side of the road. I see a girl with long blonde hair down to her back. She's dressed up nice in a shirt and shorts as if she's going somewhere. But it's 1am and she looks 16. The most noticeable thing is her eyes are pitch black. And by pitch black I mean both eyes are completely black with no white in her eyes. At the church there's a street lamp right where we were so I could see her well lit. She is just sitting there on the picnic bench motionless. Instead of sitting facing the picnic table in front of her, she is sitting on the edge of the bench facing the road we would walk down. Her gaze doesn't move. Her neck doesn't move. Her posture is straight. She isn't doing anything at all but sitting absolutely still. She is facing the road but her gaze doesn't move as we walk by and are in her line of sight. She makes no acknowledgement of our presence whatsoever or any facial expression. I am immediately alarmed by seeing her, but I decide on the spot to make no indication I even saw her and kept walking past at the same pace. My younger cousin next to me clearly saw her, and I can't quite remember what I said to her or if I communicated through body language, but I got her to follow along with me. We made it to my porch and didn't go in, but just waited. I can't recall how long it was, but I'll say a couple of minutes. She walked down the gravel parking lot at the church and walked at a normal pace onto the road where me and my cousin just watched her. Her movements were robotic. Her head never turned an inch, she never stopped looking forward and remained a perfect posture. She walked down the road right past us and didn't turn her head an inch. So she didn't even look at us and went right through the tunnel. We never saw her again and our town is kind of small so we know a lot of people in the area and never saw anyone like her before. Her behavior seemed too odd for me to believe she was an actual person. My cousin later told me she had a feeling we were being watched before seeing her. Also, while we watched her from my porch, my cousin recorded on her phone. It was dark, but there were street lamps illuminating the road. She said she looked through it and didn't even see her and got scared and deleted it. I was right with her and didn't get the chance to see it. She had already deleted it. That same summer, we had another paranormal experience. I could go into further detail. We never saw her again, though, and later resumed our nighttime walks. Creepy. Interesting that there's another... Uh religious aspect to it with the church nearby yeah that's kind of creepy maybe demons just hang out by churches i mean it's the last place you'd expect to see them so. actually it's the first place i'd expect because mm. their job is to lead people away from whatever that is true is yeah. good to that person it doesn't necessarily have to be a church could yeah. be anything but if demons are real they're standing outside churches flipping quarters and asking if you got a minute of your time right yeah. they're just turning it turning it around on the people and and seducing them away so maybe church people that talk about seeing this kind of stuff all the time have a point maybe wow i mean i don't think so we but... gotta start recording earlier christian good <laughs> uh, you have some it, actual valid points here yeah interesting i mean if i was a demon that's where i'd hang out because you'd probably level up quicker if you bring oh, souls yeah. from the church yeah you'd level up get those special weapons after yeah. a while yeah your pokemon evolution would be like oh 
Oh, I got another one. Yeah, yep. No. Interesting. I, I got a Scientologist this time. Yeah, that's hard to do. That's a that's a creepy story. But I, I, that's a lot of the with a lot of these black eyed kids stories, you get the robotic motion, the monotone voices, like all that stuff, you know, so it's kind of I don't know, man. I don't know. I flip back and forth on what I think it is all the time. The, the, the black eyed kids stories with the older like teenager kids mm. aren't that scary to me. They're just like, you're like, that's just a normal teenager doing normal teenager stuff. Right. But when you get to the younger kids, that's where it's kind of creepy. Yeah. You know, teenagers, who knows? You know, we've, we've been teenagers. We were friends with a bunch of teenagers. Teenagers, teenagers are different. Yeah. They all had black eyes at one point or another. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, the only, the thing with most of these stories is your mind, if you're, if you let your mind wander enough, the questions don't get answered. There's just more questions. Right. You know, so like something like you said, you get terrified of like the more, like the younger they are, the more you're like, what the hell is this kid doing? You know? Yeah. And if you were to like kind of work that back, you're like, okay, there is a small child at my door. It's 10 PM. They're talking about wanting to come inside and read do or wanting to come in and use your phone or we need help with the car, blah, blah, blah. At some point, like if this is an actual child, then there is parents somewhere that are like sleep in their bed while their child is out doing weird demon stuff. You know, does that kid wake up in bed and not remember anything the next morning? Like these people that have like alien abduction stories. Is it possible that when they black out that their bodies are just being used for different experiments and stuff like that? Like walking about town, like you're almost like a, just a human little flesh suit for. Well, and then the, I mean, the other angle is, and I'm pretty sure we touched on this in the original or in the first episode was like, maybe these are the, offspring of the alien human hybrids that get talked around a lot where it's like they come up there's people that claim to be abducted and like then impregnated and then they have like a half alien baby that looks human well maybe these are kind of the offshoots of that you know who's to say really but i every time i hear any kind of black eyed kid story my mind is just like what is this thing it, i i wonder too but you know, i always lean back to it's like a figment of the imagination but Ah, uh, yes. These stories are, are creepy as hell. Yeah. So I can imagine a world, living in a world where things like this just walk around or move around amongst us. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense to me. Uh, let, take out the religious aspect and all the, the different types of monsters we've made from religion or we've found in religion mm. um, to be afraid of. That You know, there's stories from before the religions we know of, of things wandering the earth infecting people like like this so yeah that could, is what you say yeah yeah it could be something ancient and dark and i just was listening to something where they were talking about some of these type of things hmm. could be the corrupted souls of people killed in the great flood gross yeah and i was like hmm that'd be creepy you know some of those people were supposed to be really evil so i could see where they might wander the earth trying to do their evil. Yeah. Aha, you killed me with a flood. I still am possessing your people. Yeah. Well, those, uh, the alleged souls from that are still wandering the earth, right? That was the main thing is that. Right. I think that's what quote unquote demons are supposed to be, right? It's just in, like. In the, some, yeah, some tellings. The yes. souls of whatever was killed during the flood, which be creepy as hell. And yeah. I think we've touched on that before. I don't remember if, no, it was that one episode, that one bonus video we did with the, uh, that painting. Oh, yeah. painting where it looked like they were riding dinosaurs and shit yeah yeah that was a fun one i like that creepy i mean creepy either way nobody wants to run into one of the things and the most terrifying thing if you're someone looking into this subject is that one of the main things with the lore is 
the second you start looking into it, like watch your back type of thing, because they'll show up. Yeah. And that's probably why the first time I was looking into this and someone rang the doorbell or whatever, I was like, oh, no, it's time. Yep. They found you. It's a catch 22, though, because if you don't let this kid in that needs your help, aren't you becoming evil in a way? No, I don't think so. And I'm so glad you asked so I can clear that up for everyone else listening. No, if kids randomly want to come into your house and they don't tell you exactly what's wrong and they don't sound heartfelt about it, you say, hey, sorry, pal, uh, you paying this mortgage? No, then hit the bricks. That sounds evil. Do man. I got one more mouth to feed? Huh? Turn it all dads in the early 90s or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. All dads in every era. Who's slamming doors in this damn house? No. Yeah. Who trusted the thermostat? That's the last one. Anyway, so creepy nonetheless. Yeah, if we've, and I don't think we do, but if we have anyone that's listening to this show that has an experience with like black eyed children, please send it in. You know, we, we gotta, we gotta get some of these, man. I want, that helps me believe more if it's actual listeners of our show that are like, oh yeah, I've seen this or I've experienced this. I would love that too, because when you read these stories, it sounds like it happens to a lot of people, but I've never met anybody that's told me about this. So I would love to hear somebody's actual story, even if they are not sure you know, if it was just a weird encounter that made them wonder, could be black eyed children. Yeah. Run for the hills. At least, you know, there's only Sasquatch there. Yeah. A lot of Sasquatch out there. Well, there's also other things, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's also bears. <laughs> Don't forget that. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking Dogman. Oh, Dogman's out there too. Yeah. In Kushtaka in Alaska. Yeah. Kushtaka, Alaska. Yeah. Is there any other explanation we could have outside of either demons or hallucination <laughs> like is there anything does this fall into any lore maybe like vampire lore i could see vampires a little bit but i don't know if vampire lore really talks about having black eyes or anything like that you know what i mean it's hard to hard to i've never heard it but there's all kinds of different lore throughout the world so there's different different reasons that this could happen or different theories yeah different demons maybe they're not demons at all maybe they're just a test from above to see yeah. Wow, you are just really trying to set people up to let these things into their house, aren't you? Yep. So of any of anything we've touched on, you're probably the most evil thing in this episode, Christian. Does that make you feel good? No, I don't think it's evil. I think it's an actual fair question that you are. But is it if you're leading people into their demise? But what if you're not? Well, that's a very, most... that's walking the lines of what if, man. I don't know if I could, you know. Like this barely ever happens that we know of. There's countless stories. There's countless people. I can't die. count them. There's countless so people that die in their homes too. Maybe this is what's doing it. But also, is it really easy to turn a child away? I mean, is that that's what I'm saying? It's a it's a question between whether you're good and evil in certain ways. If you're not careful, you can't just turn a, turn away a child in need. So you're making this into like a philosophical question. But the the again the one of the main indicators of a black eyed kid encounter is the voice inside of you saying. Do not let this person in the voice that has that doesn't lead you astray, mind you, the voice that the ancient peoples of the earth or whatever you want to say <laughs> were knew when a bird was about to eat them or some shit. This is that voice that through 59 billion years of evolution or whatever you say, built up to the point where now it's pretty fine tuned. This is also the same voice that tells many people, oh, yeah, you should date that guy or girl. Nah, it's an entirely different one. I think the theories of like, or the old cartoons of a, a devil and an angel on each shoulder is fairly accurate to some extent. I think that you, you can get manipulated by whichever voice you choose. And so there's certain things that are like kind of being like, oh, you should go do this. You should, oh, what's this about? What's, uh, hey, why don't you pick this up? It's super cool. 
And then there's one that's like, hey, definitely don't do that. And the more you give in to either side of that is where you kind of fall on that ground. And you're like, okay, this is where I stand. And if you give in to the bad one again, you move just a little bit closer. And next time the good voice gets like softer and softer and softer and softer. And I think the more you do that, I'm like, who's to say, man? Who's to say it's not a real thing? You know, I mean, it's creepy to think about like just you have someone here like every day and you're doing stuff and it's just like, hey, do this. You know, no, do this. Anyone would get driven mad by that. I, I would be curious to what other people think. Yeah. In this situation. What yeah. do you do? What do you do? Because it's not that simple. I mean, sure, black eyed children are freaky. You should run for the hills. Mm. But what if you're wrong? Well, you won't ever know because you've sent them away. And that's that's where you rest easy at night because you're still alive. But maybe they aren't because you sent them away. And that's fine because you never have to think about them again. So we just found out who is really evil on this show. It's you. because It you're is trying not to, me. You're, people are opening doors and being like, I am terrified of what I'm seeing. The last thing you should do if you're terrified of what you're seeing is invite it into your home. Unless you're like a bigot, in which case, if you're like, oh, goodness, black people, like, it's fine to let them in your own. But if this is a black eyed person, then then, yeah, you know, that's an entirely different story. That is not bigotry. That is you like self-protection. You're like, I am going to persevere past this moment. I will survive. I, I do understand what you're saying. I'm just it's a slippery slope. I think the slope is sanded and tractioned pretty well. I, but I think it's all slippery slopes anyway. That's the yeah, whole world of living. Yeah. The real question we have to ask ourselves as this episode winds down, Christian, is are you now a believer of black-eyed children? I am. And answer with, these are the only answers you can say. I, or I guess I'm going to rephrase it so you're stuck with this answer. Okay. Do you believe in black-eyed children? And now the answer, the options are I do or I do not. I do. Okay, see, I can cut off the last word cleanly, and it sounds like you just said you do. But I, but I could see it being. I could. I feel there is some wiggle room because I do believe that we see strange things in this world. Yeah, that are wandering around, that aren't quite of this dimension. Maybe. I mean, hey, we mentioned it in the intro of the show. Now, yeah, not everything's explainable, man. Yeah, I'm. I'm. St I'm waiting for more information. Yeah. I want somebody's ring camera to catch some of these black eyed kids. Yeah. The thing with ring cameras, though, is that, I mean, now we're going to see it on TikTok all the time. I know. And also, just like most of these cameras, like they have weird glitches. And I'm like, dude, when it was foggy, have you ever looked at fog through a ring camera? Yeah. It looks like no. nothing but orbs. It's just a bunch of like, I was like, is there a million ghosts outside? Yeah. And I looked it's, out, it's just fog. Yeah. It's like all those things, all those ghost things you see on TikTok. You're like, that's like, yeah, a d something with problem. Yeah, it's a, a camera glitch. Yeah, almost guaranteed. Yeah. That's, that camera is not a good camera. Yeah, can't catch like and a ring camera isn't really a good camera. They it, claim it is. They're like 4K video. I mean, it's made to catch motion, but it doesn't even do that well. As yeah. someone that owns one, yeah, yeah. So don't even get me started on Simply Safe. Simply Safe cameras just suck for the most part. But yeah. that's neither here nor there. Simply Safe, if you're out there listening, sponsor the show, and I'll change my mind. Yep, I'm your puppet. Work me. Money talks. Money does talk. Black-eyed children, you don't want them to talk, though. Yeah. Don't let that talk. Don't I, let that happen. I imagine that what if that when they're talking to you, they're, they're really saying their demon language, but we interpret it in something we can understand. So they're, like, destroying your soul just by talking. I think sometimes you're destroying my soul just by talking, Christian. I think you make up some... And I'm someone that believes in a lot of crazy out-there theories. 
but I think you take the cake on some of them. I don't know, man. Those those demons speak other languages we don't understand. Yeah. Tell tell me something different when we get to Zozo. I will do that. Spoilers. But uh, yeah, so that wraps up the episode. For any of our newer listeners, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, if you could just do us a, a favor, it'll take less than a minute of your time. Just go rate us five stars. You know, we're trying to grow the show out. And I say it every episode because it is very important for us to get past those algorithms. The more ratings we have, the higher we climb in the charts and the higher we climb, the more people listen to the show. The more people listen to the show, the more we can do the show and we can build the show and everyone enjoys it. And we get to spoil you with perks and all that fun stuff. So you're really doing us a service if you could just take a minute of your time, review the show, preferably five stars. Also write in on social media. Like let's let's say hello. We're very sociable. We are very friendly. You can write in and ask questions. You can Send us uh, topics if you want, and we'll cover them. That's what we do. Again, we are your puppets. Make us dance. Make us work for our supper, you know? And that's fine. Meet puppets. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so that's at Freaky Deaky Pod on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube now. We got the YouTube handle at Freaky Deaky Pod. We have been selected as a handle person. We're worthy of a handle, and it's at Freaky Deaky Pod. And then on TikTok is at TFD Paranormal. We recently did a little renovation to the shop that is up on TikTok and Instagram right now. It looks pretty sweet. And so if yeah, you want to see that happening, you can on at Freaky Deaky Pod on Instagram, Facebook. If you have a story of your own, Black Eyed Kid or otherwise, we want to hear it. Share it with the show. And we will maybe do listener stories at some point. And the email address is the gang at thefreakydeaky.com. And if you're one of those people that really loves merchandise, you can find all that at thefreakydeaky.com as well. So get going hop on it christian what are your closing thoughts i am impressed that you can say that that was like five minutes of non-stop like selling yeah yeah i'm pretty exhausted black eyed children are real just look in your just look in the back seat of your car when you get in at night just look in your parents eyes Ooh, there you go yeah yeah so anyway tune in next week as we discuss planet serpo another topic submitted by i believe that was jeremy right I think it was. Jeremy, you really doing us a solid over here. You're keeping this show alive. Way to go. Yep. Be like Jeremy, everyone. Uh, local Wasilla listener. And probably the coolest person that we've never met. So Have we met any people? No. No. Keep doing you out there, people. Yep. We'll meet you at some point. We will. All right. Have a good night. <laughs> Elevator music. I keep doing like Mario sounds for whatever reason. Whenever I it's... say elevator music.
this morning. I like my coffee like I like my kids, black eyed. <laughs> <laughs>